Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Hi, everyone. I'm here by myself because, well, I can't find Momo anywhere. I told him that it was time to share another story with you all, so I'm wondering where he could be. He's never forgotten to come when it's story time before, so I'm feeling a little worried for him. What if he wandered too far in the forest and got lost? Or maybe he's stuck in some squirrel trap somewhere. Or maybe he Or maybe he got blasted into outer space! Oh, Momo! There you are! I was looking everywhere for you and... Wait, outer space? You went to outer space? Oh, you were talking about me! No, 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 I didn't go to outer space. That's silly. I just didn't know what you were talking about and I thought outer space just sounded exciting. Oh, well, where were you then? I looked in your house, I asked Duffy if he had seen you, and I even went to that big oak tree by the river to see if you were there. I couldn't find you anywhere. Oh, I love that oak tree. Lots of good acorns there. But no, I wasn't there. I actually went to visit my grandma and grandpa McSquirrel. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I was just starting to get worried about you. I'm sorry. I thought I'd be back in time, but they do live very far away across the whole forest. I promised them a few years ago that I would come visit them on the first Saturday of every month. And I haven't missed one since. I love my grandma and grandpa McSquirrel, and even though I have to get up super early to travel for a while, I'm very happy to do it for them. That's very nice of you, Momo. I'm sure they appreciate it. You're being a very loyal grand squirrel to show up like that every month, which reminds me of our story since it's about loyalty too. Oh, great! I am ready to sit and relax and listen to a story after my long journey today. Today's story is about a very popular toy that I bet many of our listeners have sitting in their homes right now. They're small and plastic with lots of little bumps on them so that you can stick them together and build big worlds. That's right. Today's story is about 
Legos. June and Kai loved playing with Legos more than anything else in the world. June, the older sister, was very good at directing their Lego play, deciding where the Legos should stand and what they should be saying. Kai, her younger brother, was good at building unique Lego creatures and at making his sister laugh with his silly Lego humor. After school, the two siblings loved to sit together for hours on end and build their Lego worlds. After their wonderful worlds were built, they would take their two favorite Lego people, Nightwalker and Skye, and make them the heroes of their imaginative stories. Kai loved Nightwalker, his very own Lego man that was always dressed in black clothes. A while back, June had told Kai that Nightwalker looked like a bad guy because he always wore black. Surprised at this, Kai told her very seriously that good guys had to wear black too because, well, how else could they sneak through the night on rescue missions without being seen? June had realized that this was a good point, so she never mentioned it again. Then there was Skye, June's beloved Lego girl. Sky always had a happy smile on her face. The main thing that stood out about Sky was her bright blue plastic hair, which was how she got her name. June had chosen her blue hair long ago because she felt like it matched her Lego's daring and bold personality. June and Kai loved their two characters, and even though they played with other Lego people, Nightwalker and Sky were always their favorite. One cool fall evening, right before bedtime, June and Skye were busy putting the finishing touches on a fun world they had been building on their Lego table. Wow, I'm loving this, said June as she backed up to look at their work. They had built a mini city with tall gray skyscrapers. The city was surrounded by snow-tipped mountains and a clear lake lay in the middle. Their two favorite Legos, Nightwalker and Skye, stood in a small brown boat in the middle of the lake, enjoying a calm ride there. I love that creature you made, Kai, said June as she pointed to a large and very odd-looking Lego creature that was sitting by the edge of the pond. Thanks, Kai said with a smile. His favorite thing was to create wildly imaginative Lego creatures. I'm calling this one a Grizzodactyl, because, see? It looks kind of like the body of a grizzly bear, but it has super long wings and a head like a pterodactyl. It's a grizzodactyl. Cool, said June. Okay, what should we pretend now? At that moment, though, their bedroom door creaked open and they saw their mom peek in. Hey, guys, I hate to break up the fun, but it's bedtime in two minutes. Aww. Both June and Kai said, I know, but it is a school night tonight, so we need to get to sleep. Why don't you guys finish up what you're doing and then come brush your teeth? She smiled at them, then closed the door again. Well, Kai said with disappointment, I guess we don't have time to do anything else, but at least we have something to look forward to after school tomorrow. June nodded and stood up. Time to put these two to bed. She leaned forward and grabbed Sky from the boat. Kai did the same with Nightwalker. They both turned and walked towards their beds on the opposite walls. Next to each of their beds, 
lying on the floor, were two small Lego beds, just the right size for Skye and Nightwalker. Good night, Skye, June whispered as she placed her Lego girl in the bed and pulled up some small covers onto her. We'll have some grand adventures tomorrow. Good night, Nightwalker, Kai copied from the other side of the room as he tucked his Lego man in a similar fashion. A few minutes later, after their mother had tucked them in their own beds, June and Kai began to drift off to sleep. Before they were asleep, though, Kai rolled over and whispered, June? Yeah? June answered sleepily. I hope we both have Lego dreams tonight. June smiled. Yeah, me too. And with that, the two siblings drifted off into a happy sleep. June woke up in the middle of the night with a tickly feeling in her ear. She was still half asleep and wondered if she had just been imagining it when she felt it again. With a shock, she realized that it felt exactly like a spider crawling in her ear. She shot up in bed, wiping her ear vigorously to fling off any spiders. After a few good swipes, she looked down at her pillow to see if any spiders were running away. Instead of a spider, though, she saw a little Lego man standing on her pillow, holding a long feather in one hand. Nightwalker? She said when she looked closer and noticed that it was indeed her brother's favorite Lego. Why did Kai put you on my pillow and, hey, he must have taken that feather from my feather collection. She was about to swipe the feather back when she noticed that the Lego man was moving. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize the feather was special to you, but I was just desperate to wake one of you up said Nightwalker, waving the feather as he spoke. Oh, that's okay. I... Wait, what? June's mouth dropped open as she realized what had just happened. Nightwalker was moving and looking up at her and very much alive. How are you talking? I must be dreaming. This is so weird. She pinched herself to see if she was dreaming. Ouch! That doesn't feel like a dream to me. I'm sorry. Sorry to startle you, Nightwalker continued. I tried waking up Kai. I even stuck the feather up his nose, but he didn't wake up, so I came to you. I'm in great need of your help. Kai, she said, and threw her pillow at him. It struck him just right, and he rolled over. What? He said sleepily. Oh, now he wakes up, mumbled Nightwalker. You guys, I really need your help. Whose voice is that? Kai said, still very sleepy. He reached out and turned on his bedside lamp to see what all the commotion was about. With the light now on, the two kids could clearly see the Lego on June's pillow, looking from side to side at each of them. Fully awake now, Kai jumped out of bed, stepped across the room, and gently set himself down next to June's pillow, looking up close at Nightwalker. Okay, I understand this is shocking to you, but are you two ready to listen to me now? My dearest friend has gone missing. Sky is gone. Nightwalker threw his feather aside and waved his hands around as he spoke. Sky? 
said Kai slowly, still wondering how Nightwalker was sitting there talking to him. But, Nightwalker, how are you alive? With a sigh, Nightwalker decided it would be best to answer their questions first. We Legos always come alive at night. You just never see it because you're asleep. Then when the first light of the sun rises in the morning, we freeze again. We're never supposed to let humans see us alive, but this is an emergency. I had no choice. Sky has gone missing. I woke up so we could go on our nightly adventure, but she's not there in her bed, and what's worse... Nightwalker pointed down towards the small bed beside June's big bed. Her bed has been smashed. Finally, June and Kai forgot their surprise long enough to look down where Nightwalker was pointing. Right there on the floor, where Skye had just been tucked into bed hours before, there was a small smashed Lego bed. Its pieces were scattered around, but no sky could be seen anywhere among them. You see now, Nightwalker said, happy to see that they looked as concerned as he was. That's what I found when I woke up. Sky is my best friend. We go on all our adventures together. Do you guys know where she might be? Kai looked at June. I don't really know, but... If Skye got hurt at all, and if our mom happened to be in the room, sometimes she comes and cleans up when we're asleep, she may have ended up putting Skye in the broken bits basket. Mom puts everything in there that needs to be glued or sewn or fixed. But that's just a guess. I don't understand how she could have gotten broken while we were asleep. Oh, dear, said Nightwalker. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I hope she's okay. I hope she's not too broken. Don't worry, June said as she pulled back the covers and swung her legs over the bed. I know right where Mom keeps the broken bits basket. It's in the craft room on the shelf next to the yarn. Let's go look there first, and if Skye's not there, we'll try somewhere else. Now that she was over the shock of finding Nightwalker alive on her pillow... June felt ready to help. So what if this was crazy? Their favorite Legos were in trouble and she wanted to help. Nightwalker looked incredibly pleased. Oh, thank you, thank you. That would be wonderful, but I do have to warn you of one thing. Here, I can carry you while we walk, said Kai, reaching out to gently pick up Nightwalker. No, cried Nightwalker. I need to warn you about something. But it was too late. Kai did not hear him in time and had wrapped his two fingers around the Lego to pick him up. The minute he did this, he began to feel like he was spinning round and around. June, who had been resting one hand on her brother's shoulder at the moment Kai had touched Nightwalker, felt the same thing. Round and round the world spun. She couldn't keep her eyes fixed on anything. With a thunk, the two kids landed on the carpet of their bedroom, flat on their backs. Oh, no, 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 I'm so sorry, they heard Nightwalker saying. What's happening? Mumbled June, still a little dizzy as her ceiling came into focus. Oh, no, no, I'm so sorry, they heard Nightwalker say again. 
Kai sat up slowly and looked over at Nightwalker to see what he was so sorry about. What he saw, though, wasn't a small Lego man. It was a large Lego man, almost his own size. Nightwalker, how did you grow so big? Kai stared at him in amazement, but before he had time to hear the response, he heard June yell, Kai, we're tiny! Sure enough, when he looked over at her, he stopped halfway, noticing for the first time how enormous everything was. Their room was enormous, their beds were enormous, everything was so large, which could only mean one thing. We've shrunk, Kai said in astonishment. He realized now that Nightwalker hadn't grown bigger. They had just grown smaller, much smaller. His sister and he were now the size of Legos. I tried to warn you guys, if you touch me, you'll shrink, said Nightwalker, a worried look on his face. You see, I'm a small maker. If I touch something living, something from the human world, it becomes small. It comes in handy when we Legos are hungry. I just touch a banana or some tomatoes on the counter and make them all small so that we can eat them. But we're not supposed to use it on real humans. Oh no, this is bad. Well, said June slowly, you can just turn us back into our normal selves again, right? That's the problem, said Nightwalker in an apologetic voice. I'm not a big maker, I'm just a small maker, but I do know someone who is a big maker. June raised her eyebrows, waiting for him to tell them. Sky, answered Nightwalker. June and Kai were silent for a moment, then June spoke. So you're telling me we're going to be small Lego-sized kids forever, Unless we help you find Sky? There was another small moment of silence, and then Kai said, Cool! A smile started to spread on his face. This is so cool! I've always wanted to be a Lego and live in Lego worlds! This is awesome! June glared at her brother. Kai, it's fun to imagine it when everything is normal, but think about our mom. And our school and our friends, we can't be small people forever. We wouldn't be able to do anything. Kai shrugged. I don't know. I think being normal is boring. Being the world's first Lego-sized person, though, is awesome. June turned back to Nightwalker. Well, we were going to help you find Sky anyways, but now we really need to help you find her. We need to be turned back into real kids or our mom is going to be so scared. The journey to the spare room is going to be extra hard now that we're small. But there's no use in sitting here and complaining. Let's get started. With a nod as if to convince herself to be brave, June pushed herself onto her feet and began to walk with some difficulty over the many small loops in their bedroom carpet. Nightwalker excited to finally be on the way to help Skye, followed close behind with jerky Lego steps. Kai looked around again. He knew June was right. He couldn't stay this size forever, but 
Still, excitement filled his heart. He couldn't believe this was happening. He had always wanted to be small and to go on epic Lego adventures, and now, here he was. He saw that June and Nightwalker were getting farther away from him, going towards the open bedroom door. So he quickly set off after them. As he went, he wondered, would they be able to find sky before the sun rose and all the Legos froze again? What would their mother think if they weren't in their beds in the morning? Would they be able to make it in time? With these questions in mind, the three of them stepped through the bedroom door and looked out across the long hallway ahead. in time from Grandma and Grandpa Make Squirrels so I could hear this story, but what's going to happen to all of them? I don't think I can stand it. It's too exciting. I know, Momo. There are so many questions and we'll just have to wait for the answers. I can already see how loyal Nightwalker is to Sky, though. What a nice friend. He even broke the Lego rules to not let humans see him alive just so he could find out if she's okay. Exactly. And in our next and final Lego episode, we'll see just how far loyalty will bring a friend and a sibling. It's a great virtue to practice. Well, since I have to wait for another story, and now I feel very rested after my journey, I guess I may as well go visit that big oak tree by the river. My tummy got a little rumbly after my journey. Do you want to come with me? You know what? That sounds great, Momo. I love the walk down to the river. I hope all our listeners have a wonderful day. And I'm so excited to bring you the second half to our story very soon. Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.